Hello and welcome to another episode of the weekly VM Campos comic book club. I'm your host, VM Campos. This is the podcast where I answer, what am I reading this week? This week, I'm reading Disney's Darkwing Duck, number six, published by Joe Books Limited. The creative team is storytellers Aaron Sparrow and James Silvani. Colors, Paul Little. Digital art on page 14, Grayson Orlando. And letters, A.W.'s D.C. Hopkins. I watched the Darkwing Duck cartoon show back in the day, 1991, 26 whole years ago. And I loved it. I loved the... The adventure, the action, the comedy, the goofiness, the art. And there had been several Darkwing Duck comics throughout the years. I never picked them up. I think oftentimes with things of my youth, I'd rather have my memories than a new version. But this book really stood out because on the cover, we've got Drake Mallard and Gosselin at a comic convention. And if you know anything about me, I love to attend San Diego Comic-Con. I've been doing so since 1993. So the cover depicts a bunch of Darkwing's villains, but they're actually con-goers doing cosplay. So that stood out to me. That was pretty fun. And then at the top of the book, it proclaims the world's 16th or 17th greatest comic magazine. And that's, of course, a joke on the Fantastic Four who they proclaim themselves the world's greatest comic magazine. So I picked it up. It's only $2.99 in a world where $3.99 is a common price, going up to $6.99 per issue. Back in my day, of course, I remember they were 75 cents. The frontispiece on the Indicia page right away caught my attention. That's another homage, this time to The Dark Knight Returns. This book is bursting with inside jokes, homage, nostalgia, comedy, and the main story. I really enjoyed it, actually. I may even start to read Darkwing Duck again. I like how they have a little blurb. Special thanks to Tad Stones for bringing Darkwing Duck to life. He, of course, is the creator of Darkwing Duck, a very cool guy to follow on Twitter, at Tad Stones. The main story takes place at a convention, the St. Canard Comic Expo Fest Orama, now with some comics. And the first splash page has so many minute details and in jokes. Bob's World of Fragile Antiques, King of the Sea Comics, con goers dressed up as anime characters, villains of the world. It's just a a pleasure to look at it centimeter by centimeter to see the in-jokes page by page. Pog World. Remember Pogs? The art is beautiful. It's this classic Disney afternoon style. It's this cartoony style that I love, that I strive for with modern touches, modern colorization and pacing and staging. Panels vary from wide to square, backlit. It's really nice to look at. There's several fourth wall jokes throughout. This is just a loving homage to comics and the comic industry, tongue in cheek, where they get in line to meet the creators of Mathman and Calculator Boy. The two artists there, no doubt, Aaron and Silvani, say, nothing like the worship of adoring fans. It almost makes the millions and millions of dollars we make seem like a bonus. 
And then the main villain, Splatter Phoenix, makes her return since the time of the cartoons in the early 90s. Splatter Phoenix menaced St. Canard in the classic TV series episodes A Brush with Oblivion and Paint Misbehavin'. She has the power to control time and space, I guess, with her paintbrush, which causes the characters to fall into various comic books. And it's so fun because then the creators just go over the top with the homage. They fall into a 90s comic world, which is a swipe at the image extravagance of the early 90s. Darkwing is holding the biggest gun you've ever seen. He's like a Cable-esque character with pockets galore. They then jump to the international book section. (laughs) And that's funny because the books are Rotini, Zidi, Rigatoni, Linguini. And it's a story that takes place in a soccer field with a slight change in style. The European style of Disney comics. We head over to the three-dimensional comics of the last decade where they have a depth and a weight to them and more realism Darkwing even says look at how incredible my gas gun looks why can't everything look like this all the time they go off to another style of comics I believe this one is the the spirit or maybe Sin City I think it's the spirit I see Splatter Phoenix in a pose that I would recognize from from Will Eisner's The Spirit. Then they take a swipe at the current crop of super simple American cartoons. Looks like uh, the world of Gumball. Then they go off to a Frank Frazetta-inspired fantasy world. And then, of course, the classic Batman versus Superman of The Dark Knight Returns, where DW quips, Do your colors bleed? They will. There's a two-page spread of these classic hokey ads to buy these products from the back of comics, like the X-Ray Specs. Lots of fun little jokes if you read the details. Do you want the criminal to get away, Honker? Because that's how you do it. And Honker says, Sorry, Mr. Darkwing, sir, I tripped on the staple. And yes, they drew him right here that he tripped over the actual staple in the book. They come back to the real world for a moment where Gosselin has a really heartfelt moment with Darkwing proclaiming, you're my hero. She dresses up as him to help stop the villain. They take another interlude into a manga-inspired world. Darkwing goes Super Saiyan. And one final comic book world is the classic Hostess Pies ad of yore, where everything can be solved with tasty pies. Now these are the Mostess Veggie Pies. Splatter Phoenix is distracted enough for her to be captured in a CGC slab graded at 2.2. They stop her and Launchpad wins the cosplay contest as Gizmo Duck. So super enjoyable issue. I really liked it. It was very nostalgic, but modern, well-drawn, with a classic style. Very funny, very tongue-in-cheek, very ironic and meta. There's a letters page with fans from Peru... Connecticut, all over the place, proclaiming their love of the new Darkwing series. There are dossiers on various villains, some from the TV show and some from other comics. Darkwing Duck has always been a parody of Batman and James Bond and those sorts of 
concepts, but it created its own world, its own aesthetic, its own fan base. Reading these synopses of these classic villains like Taurus Bulba reminded me of watching those TV shows 26 years ago and how epic they felt and how epic they still do. There's a fun gentleness to all of this that might be missing in most comics. So this is a perfect comic for old timers reconnecting with their youth and youngsters enjoying comics for the first time. So this week I read Disney's Darkwing Duck number six. This has been the weekly VM Campus comic book club. See you next week. Mm-hmm.